Test one, two, one, two. This is Juanqui. And this is Hawk. And, and this, this is, is the JNH Podcast. Let's go. I understand that you don't understand. I hear music in the background. You're supposed to hear the music. Cue me in, please. You are Test one, two. Cue me in. We're all what, what are we doing? We're going to sing the intro. Okay, which one? Okay, count me in. You have to sing it to the beat, babe. Mm-hmm. Go the ahead. The beat is gone One more now. time. Do it again. I, if I do it again, it's going to mess up the recording. Okay, so what you want me to do? <laughs> Let's just start the show. No, we were supposed to sing. Dashing through the snow. Dashing through the snow. In a one-horse open sleigh. In a one-hole open sleigh. Horse. Horse. Open sleigh. Open sleigh. We're going to continue. Dashing through the snow <laughs> in a one-hole open sleigh. In a one-hole? In a one-hole open sleigh. A whore now. Okay, so I see we're not going to be able to do that. So Jingle bells, jingle bells, <laughs> jingle all the way. Do you oh, want me to R&B it? No. Jingle bells all the way. That was kind of country. Do you want you me to do T-Pain? You want me to do yeah. T-Pain? Jingle bells. <laughs> The auto tune with the auto tune and all that. Okay, babe. See, this is the issue right here. We owe it to our audience to give him a festive, a festive. holiday entrance. So here we go. Three, two, one, and d- and yes, three, two, one, one and, and you go in. What? Here we go. Three after one. Three, two, one, and she- come on. I thought you were gonna switch I'm the back conductor. To- no, and and boom. Three, two, <laughs> one. And dashing through the snow in, in a, a one horse open sleigh. Goes <laughs> in sleigh. Going all the way. <laughs> dashing okay. through. Okay, here okay, we go. Okay, that's take it. us no, in. We're good. It's not take us in. We're already going to be live after the song. Fine. All it's, right. This is Hawk. And this is Wonky. And welcome to another edition of the JNH Podcast. Yeah. Episode four. Episode four. Episode Season number three. two is still passing. Through, being passed through legal, legal is, is having a gay old time with that, that one is never my, coming to life with my transcript. Yes, that is never coming to life. Sorry, guys. You know they they're gonna come back and be like, "You're not serious, right?" Yeah, that's exactly what they're gonna say. We're definitely never going to post it's the that lost episode. It's gone. Maybe I'll post it when we don't care anymore. Okay, but then it'd be uh, pretty bad. So the thing with this episode is we're you we usually have everything up on the tablet that is not up. Did they need to know all of that? Yes, I wanted to tell they them. Need you to said know let them the know machine everything. Works. It, well, so what are we talking about, babe? Okay, here we go. I see it right here. Today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us on this latest edition of the JNH Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Juanqui. And this is the Incredible Hawk. Uh, and how you been, Hawk? It's been a while since we last blessed this microphone. Oh, how have I been? I've been actually very well. Good. Very good. Good. Very dapper and demure. Da- okay, there we go. Say, dapper and demure. How do you so say it's it? great. You say it differently to me, so say it. Dapper, dapper and demure. Demure. Demure, yes. You know, I've been real good. Um, just chilling, enjoying life. You know, we did have Thanksgiving, everybody. How so was your Thanksgiving? First, huh? happy Thanksgiving, even though we're late. Gobble, late, gobble. late. Happy gobble, gobble day. Even though we don't, should we even be celebrating Thanksgiving? Because then oh, they God. give them all those diseases and, we go and eventually that. wipe them out. That's not what you were saying when you were sitting across from my parents eating that plate. For the third yes. time. For the third time. It was two times. Mm-hmm. Was it two but times? But who's counting? It was three. It was three? It was, it was three. two times. And then we had the leftovers for the next day. 
Yeah, okay, so it was three times. Yeah. It was really good though. So, but cool. it was amazing. We went over to your sister's house because she just bought this fabulous, fabulous house. And she decided to host the family for Thanksgiving. Yes. So that's where we went. Uh, we sat down with uh, the parental union. The units. Parental like units. Call it. Yes. You know, so we enjoyed uh, a, a lot of family time, a lot of laughs, a little bit of that sand. What was it though? Sangria? No, wine. Wine. Just it regular wine. wine. It was yeah. nice. Sparkling which, wine. Which my mom taught me a new trick to put ice in the red wine. Yes, I love it. I used to always I've do never, that. No, I've, this is the first time I had it like that, and it was good, actually. You know what it does? It kind of it dilutes it. It dilutes it a little bit, yeah. But then it, you have more, and then it really Fs you up later. Yeah. So, and I, I love to drink it like that. So. It was good. Yeah, it a lot of good. people will look at you like you're crazy if you put ice in wine, but we don't care. No, this is the first time that you have Thanksgiving with my folks. Because last year, remember, I boycotted Thanksgiving last year. I told them, I'm not coming. And they still had the nerve to ask me, why are you not here? Um, What part of I'm not coming did you not understand? The whole I'm not coming part? Exactly. Because so, they said, where are you? They called asking, where are you? And I'm like, I'm in my house. What you mean, where am I? Lord. He's like, I can't believe you're going to do this. I'm like, I, I told you it wasn't coming. He said it, and he sticks to his word. Ladies and gentlemen. Do, am I a flip-flopper? He, if he says no, no means no. The Bible says to let your no means no and your yes means yes. And his no means hell no. Exactly. So, so how, but how was it for you? Did you feel a little uncomfortable? No, Were you nervous about I mean, it's I, my I family. I love my in-laws. You've already proposed to me in front of all of exactly. them. Exactly. So I, I love my in-laws. Everything was perfect. I enjoyed the house. We, you know, we watched a little bit of TV, had a little bit of drinks. We told a little bit of stories. So uh, ate a little bit of food, and then we went on our merry way. Yeah, you know. So that was times. nice. You enjoyed? I enjoyed it. All right. I hope everybody out there enjoyed their Thanksgiving. If you want, you can leave some comments and tell yeah. us how your Thanksgiving was. Let us know how it was. Was it good? Was it bad? Was it ugly? Was it a mess? You Did know, there's always show up that you hated. There's always something about gathering all your family members. This is why I do the intimate. The I call it the. Um, the nuclear family. Yeah. I'm all about nuclear family-ness, mm -hmm. even before Covisha 19. Mm. Because um, for me, I just I just want to be able to, I, I, I don't know, I just don't like too many people. Yeah. And then people start drinking and start getting funny. And, re and then all of a sudden, all the things from the past comes up with the one person you don't like. And exactly. then everybody's fighting everybody. I'm good. I'll pass yeah. on that. No, I don't like a lot of people anyway. So but any, uh, other than that, what have we been up to? So, Hawk closed a very extraordinary business deal. Yes, and I just want to congratulate you because you definitely have taken our um, our life that we're creating together to the next level mm -hmm. by launching your own business. Now, we're not going to get into the weeds and details because, quite frankly, you're not uh, signing checks to us, so you're not our clients and you're not yeah. any yeah. of that. There's but I want to say that... trying to take us out. I do want to say that you have... Uh, you, you're doing well. You're doing very Thank well. You. I'm very proud, very excited for the, what the future holds. And uh, we're slowly building our fortune. We are. And you know what? Speaking of that, I would like to give you a little sidebar here and say that, you know, I wouldn't have gotten here as quickly as I have without you. Oh, and that baby. I appreciate you and I love you. I'm here for you. And thank you for all your love and support. You're welcome. And you are the greatest thing to ever happen to me. So I just wanted to get the that out there for the greatest love of all is happening to you. I am not going to do 
anything with those vocals and they're gonna hear you just like that. Oh, it's fine. Scratching. It's fine. I, listen, I'll scratch it, but I also fucking bring the house down when I need to. Oh, here we go. Center stage. Here we go. Okay, Center I'll stage. mop the floor with people's dreams and goals. I think it's so dark and evil. It's not dark and evil. With their it's very, go, it's very festive for me. That's festive. It's very festive for me because I know I'm hitting every mark. I'm hitting every mark and every other Latino that looked just like me that thought that they could knows they need to pack up and go back to the studio <laughs> and start their rehearsal process so all over again. So walks through the door, everybody Thank leaves. you. They pack Thank up you. and go. For 10 years, Deborah. for 10 years, I played the same lead. Never fell back as an understudy. For 10 years, I was on in, tour. In the words of Stomp Down, you can fucking never. They don't know who Stomp Down is. They do. This is the podcast. We, we shout them out all the time. Great. Okay. Okay. Stomp Down Keep is going. Down. Okay. Let's so, yeah, I just want to congratulate you, baby. I think you're doing a phenomenal job. And I am excited to see you take me down that aisle. Oh. Because, you know. Yes, of course, because we are getting married very soon. Very soon. Very soon. Very so, soon. You know, I will go from fiance to husband. We might already be married. Husband, you know, or, or might you know. We know. might already be married. I want to see when people catch it. There's a, there's a certain something that people are going to be able to catch. At least the people that see me on YouTube once a week. Mm-hmm. Let's see who are the ones that are paying real close attention, attention to, the, to detail. And to then the, we'll see. To the, what do you you like don't to have to get no, no, don't give no more because then it'll be too obvious. Okay, okay, okay. But okay, speaking about marriage and everything like that, we had a lot of questions about like marriage and combining our incomes. You and, had a lot of questions. I had all the answers. You had all the answers. Okay, all so okay, let, we're gonna let him lead the podcast. Go. No, ask the questions. You were okay, very. Confused. I'm gonna ask you the questions. Okay, I'm gonna ask him the questions. You were very. Confused. And then I want to see what he says. So, well, first of all, let's talk about how we handle money in our relationship. How do we handle the money in our relationship? I mean, like you know, how do we pay our bills? How do we pay our bills? Okay, so he wants to be like this today. So basically, like in our relationship, we don't really have a disconnect when it comes to money. You know, we're very transparent about how much money we make. Well, you have to be. I mean, but, you know, how much money you make is once a year unless you're getting constant races throughout the year. <laughs> but um, because of you, because you're excelling at what you do. Congratulations, Wonky. <laughs> of course, you had to throw that. Okay. Feel that in the air? <laughs> That's a, Sorry, excuse oh, me. Oh, God. Okay. No, no. You're but okay. no, it's raining money. No, but <laughs> all kidding aside. Congratulations. All kidding baby. aside, we were very honest coming into the relationship already about... Uh, finances and setting up finances, especially because we we were living together um, shortly after we decided to commit to each other. Yes. Um, But now getting married takes the whole financial uh, world to a whole other level um, in terms of how we see it. And we're having these conversations because in our own searching, in our own um, exploring of these topics, uh, trying to find people who A, look like us, and pretty much are us out mm-hmm. there, i.e., uh, urban, gay, successful, black and brown men. Uh, we haven't found one. Not at all. So you know, it is our goal that by us having these type of conversations, somebody who's having the same type of questions down the line can get some um, some answers. Yeah, we're creating the blueprint here for everybody else that's coming up behind us. So, you know, I had some questions, you Mm -hmm. know, and I had to um, figure out the answers, like joining our money together. Mm -hmm. Like what happens when we get married? Like what happens to our debt? What happens to, you know, the money that we get afterwards? So I had to do a little research for the people out here. When it comes to like individual debt, is the person that has the debt 
will be responsible for their own debt. Like, so, you know, your debt right now is going to be your debt. Right. And my debt is my debt. When we get married, it's still your debt and right. it's still my debt is right. my debt. But anything that we create after that is our debt. So a perfect example is I am an American Express card holder <laughs> and have been for over a decade. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I just want to make sure that we highlight that. So in my American Express, there's been all types of fantasies and and uh, experiences and all of that uh, as as the bottom line will reflect yes you know so <laughs> when we get married my american express debt and that bill is still gonna say my name and it's still gonna be addressed to me granted it's in our same location but it's still tied to my social security now let, when we get married and uh -huh. we decide to open up a joint american or express which will have both of our names on yes. it then at that time, that debt will be uh, equally for both of us. So, you know what? So I'm trying to figure out too. So like, let's just say you add me to your current American Express with that debt that you already have, if you had debt. We're not saying he has debt, but would that become my debt? Now, I'm not a financial planner. I did not take that course. However, it is my understanding, and take this with a grain of salt. This is what I'm, my understanding. This could have changed by the time this podcast goes out. It is my understanding that if I bring you onto my American Express, I'm adding you as an additional user. Mm -hmm. I am still the lead on my card. I'm still the primary on my card, and thus responsible for the bottom line. Yes, but I read that if you if i'm on your card and you choose to say f this and you don't pay they legally can come after me for the balance i don't know if that's true it is i look but, it up um, okay that's a fact i'm reading it to you now okay read great do you have a source a source yes it's called g-o-o-g-l-e no 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 i know that's a search engine you use but where did you pull this information from did you pull it from the american express website did you pull it from the what part of what's your source okay my source is a financial advisor that i talk to all the time and your face just cracked. Continue. Because I can't believe that I'm asking you a very direct question and you're still not providing the people with the answer. I just did. I and said we that. can skip and continue. <laughs> oh, he's trying to win, but he's not going to win because I provided you the answer. I was still waiting for the actual... The source? Source. I mean, and I don't don't, wanna... don't have me tell you to APA style it. Oh, okay. I can just give you the phone number and you can speak with that person. We're good. Move on to the next Move one. one. Yeah, exactly. Hawk wins. So in the event, just to clarify, so if there's two things, right? You can add an additional user to your um, American Express account or, or you can open up account. or you can open up a joint card, in which case it's, you know, it's 50-50. It's, uh, yeah, responsibility. That, right? yeah. Um, and anything that you have, like, say, a cosign. If you've co-signed anything, obviously you're responsible financially for whatever you co-sign for, even if you don't have the asset, you know? Like if I co-sign for your card before we're married, I'm still responsible after we're married and you know, et cetera, just simple stuff like that. Um, uh, now, let me ask you a question. Should people who, let's say there's a party that has an extraordinary amount of debt, should they be getting married? No. What's your thoughts on that? Absolutely not. So I, I think that would, uh, and I know I just cut you off, but right. I just feel uh, the need to. Um, <laughs> I, I think that just based on your no period, and I know there's a follow-up, but I think based on your no, uh, that's just to me that you are putting a financial, um, you're putting a price, for lack of a better term, on the financial issue over love. Oh, oh, I like where this just turned. 
So basically, the reason why I say no, you should not get married if a person is in debt is because uh, when you get into a marriage, you become a different beast financially because both of your incomes are combined, but also both of your debt is looked at. So if me and you were, if you were in extreme debt, for example, and then we get married and we decide to go buy a house and then they look at our financials and our debt to income ratio looks crazy, they're going to deny us. You know, because then I could have just went and bought the house by myself before we got married. But I can't do that once we're married. Now, let me ask you a follow up question um, by that same logic. Um, we do know that there are people who are legally married, however, file separately and they're not legally tied to anything on paper. But for a marriage, they have separate bank accounts. They conduct all of their business. They don't they don't join their um, their assets or anything like that. So. In that case, that would be completely no. Yes, but that's true. If you never tied your finances together at all, then you are still considered like your own, you know, separate mm -hmm. entity, financial yeah. entity. Yeah. But I just feel like getting married is is a is a leg up in the world. Like, why would you want to like keep? If why get married if I'm still going to be my own? Like me. Because of what I, I asked you the, at the very beginning of this whole question was love. Now, I don't want to be putting out the message uh, to the hood girl or the hood boy uh, to disregard financial health and get with whatever bum is in the corner just because you're digmatized or whatever the case may be. Digmatized. And I'm not, I'm not saying that, but you, you understand what I'm saying? It's, I get what it's you're a balance. Saying. You can, I think that if you care for somebody, you can't, and they, they let's say that they are in, a, and the people do this. People get with people who are in financial burdens because they, you know, love trumped everything else. <laughs> now, is that an ideal situation? No. I get it, but I feel like when you get married, you're signing a contract. You're tying yourself to their issues and I don't I think it's selfish if a person uh has all of these financial things that you could possibly be because look at this uh, what I also read was that in separate states they have separate rules so in some states even if we're married and the debt that you have by yourself that I have nothing to do with it they can still come after you and sue you yes so yes, that's what yes. I'm saying like so why would you want to put me in that position because we love each other we could love each other without being married me with marriage symbolizes that you know we're committed till death but you could be committed till death without that piece of paper but it also protects us from outside you know people or outside interests like you will be in control of all my finances if something was to ever happen to me no one can take that from you but i think it also goes beyond just the finances i think the finances is the most obvious and clear thing but it's also down to healthcare. That is true. There's things that tied into healthcare that if you are not married, you don't have access or you're not privy to, or you can't even make certain uh, calls in terms of mm -hmm. like choices. Let's say somebody is, you know, next of kin, in other words. Yep. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Something that has to do with like a, a life support or making some health choices when uh, the person cannot make them on their own. Exactly. Um, so I, I think, I do think that the benefits outweigh the... Um, the, the cons no the cons of not being married if yes. you're intertwined with somebody but I also want to put out that there are ways around it and, and I don't think that financial issues should stop somebody from getting uh, being committed and marrying somebody if the love is truly there if there's been a period of time of trial and tribulations and tests and everything has been 
overcome, you know, overcome and, and this is truly the right person for you, then I wouldn't let, um, you know, low credit scores, debt collectors keep you away from it. Because I feel like just like the, um, the credit score went to the floor and the cards went to debt collection, everything is a cycle. You know, you can file, I'm not saying, suggesting this, and again, I'm not a financial planner, but just for an example, you could file for a bankruptcy and in year eight after that, you renewed again. Yes. I've seen cases that where they true. did that and year eight, they're buying a home again. Yes, they're, some people they do can that lease the year a car, one. They can do all of that. So I, I just, you know, if, if the love is truly there, I truly believe that things like financial debt can be overcome. But do you think that a person that is financially effed up, uh, you don't think that symbolizes some type of immaturity or lack of control? I think that it's uh, it's it's an individual case, case by case. I uh, you know I've seen in the past people who have damaged their credit uh, early on in in their career or in their journeys, especially when they went to college and got that first credit card to get that little piece <laughs> of free that. something. They had the little table set up. Swipe swipe. Exactly, and then <laughs> and then and then it gets out of control, and yeah. then they're not working a job that gives them enough to pay the rent or their you know, whatever their roommate situation, their food, their car, no, and on top of that, get rid of this uh, credit card debt Mm. that keeps growing and growing and growing. And as we're seeing right now, in the last four months, the interest rates have gone up to astronomical, record-breaking levels that I've never seen in my life. Yes. So if you have something like that, you know, there comes a point where you can't catch up anymore. But you you know what else, Uh, and you just saying that it's, you know, a lot of our, you know, in our in the urban, you know, lifestyle, a lot of our parents aren't really savvy when it comes to debt and, and credit. So a lot of us learn from making that mistake of getting buried with debt to learn how to get out of it, too. So I think that that's very important to teach people about credit and debt. But debt, I, I always uh, find it interesting that, you know, in high school and I went to a good high school. What we consider a good high school. I went to an excellent college. I find that they taught us so much bullshit that I did not need. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm a very, I'm a very successful individual. I haven't used motherfucking calculus since I left college. <laughs> okay, yeah. the most that I've used, and let me tell you this, I deal with numbers. Addition. I, I have a motherfucking calculator yes. on my iPhone to add, subtract. And divide. Or Rarely multiply. do I have to do a motherfucking fraction. I yeah no. Okay, so isosceles triangle, what, ninety degree. None of that bullish do I deal with on a <laughs> daily basis. Now I love my motherfucking sciences, okay, but I, the study of rocks and all that did nothing <laughs> for my payroll and the success that we got going on right now. Oh. The study of rocks has nothing to do with the business we just opened. It does not. But, so why can you take time out of the isosceles triangle to teach the urban community how to save money, how to invest money, how to deal with credit cards, how to balance a oh, checkbook? I got the None answer. of that was taught to me. It, and, I, and I know some schools got the economics. And even in the economics, the, the bullish they showed me was none of, nothing compared to what I dealt with in the real world. Because school is built to make workers 
not uh, bosses. I believe that. So I believe that. They're not going to teach, especially us. You, you see, and, well, and not just work all, like factory workers. Yeah, we like, were, get on the line and just keep pushing down the line. Exactly. We were kind of slaves, so they don't see us as a contributor to society. So they try to keep us down. That's why urban neighborhoods, they get the lowest like uh, funded budgets. budgets and everything for school. We barely have programs and things like after school programs, things like that. So it's built for that. But I do know math is for critical thinking skills to a certain degree. But yeah, we don't use none of that shit. And when I got to college, like some of the things they told me were basically that everything you learned in elementary and high school was bullshit, especially history, mm. because they just teach you bullshit. Well, the and then history time. continues to grow and change. So it's like the books. No, it's like Christopher Columbus type history. You know, and then and then if it's like an uproar of X, Y, and C, then the history books want to be changed. Oh, of course. Sections of real history want to be omitted, like in Florida. Yeah, like workers and not slaves. Exactly. You know. Uh, racial, what is it? Racial theory? Critical race theory. Uh-huh, right. They don't want to teach about, oh, Lord, we're not going to go down this rabbit hole. But yes, that's what white people do. Uh, so we didn't want to go down the rabbit hole, but you're hitting. I the just had to side. say it, but that's what they do. They <laughs> like it's about us in a negative light. We're not teaching it. We're going to strike it. We're just going to call them underpaid workers. Right. No, no, they were slaves. But getting back to the finances, my love. Let's get back so, to the finances. Um, basically, what Waki said earlier about the interest rates, like I, I noticed that because you know credit cards are variable. You know, none of them are fixed interest rates. Yeah. And when the feds rose these rates, I was talking to Wonky about that. And I say, yo, babe, we need to get rid of any credit card debt that we have because this is going to fuck us up. So when I looked at one of my credit cards, do you know what the interest rate was? How much? The highest was 30.99% interest. It's almost 40%. Wow. I closed that shit immediately. Yeah, yeah, I closed it. I didn't yeah. even before I I paid it off and I closed it. But before I even paid it off, I closed that shit because I was like, "How are you gonna jump all the way to thirty that fast?" Like it was like two weeks after the Fed said they were gonna increase the interest rate. So everyone that's listening to our voice out there in podcast land. You have to check your interest rate, and you can see that on your billing statement because, because they're, they're raising it, they're, it they're, without they're, telling you. Right, and they have the right to do that. They yes. can do that, and it changes yes. every three months. They can change the variable it, on the, every quarter. They can change the variable, and they're killing people um, because if you yeah. have you if you notice that you've been making payments on your credit cards and, and it you feels feel like, like your it's balance not going isn't nowhere. going anywhere, it's because that interest rate has been. Uh, uptick and they didn't tell you they didn't disclose it to you they're not going to send you a piece of paper saying they did it it's up to you to look and and pay attention to it so uh you have any tips you want to give the people about credit cards what you said about closing uh, paying attention to the variable staying on top of your variable and you can see this on your bills they do have to list it by law on your bill so you will see what the variables are in your bill uh another thing is don't ever 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 take cash out from a credit card ever account. no cash ever. advances they will make it very easy for you they will show you how much you have available don't do it that is the absolute worst thing you're almost by the time you pay it back you're almost paying back like triple yeah it's really bad like yeah that. and the, their variable is different it's usually higher and uh it, and there's fee, all these fees associated with it it's just not worth yeah, it. yeah the daily rate on that is ridiculous so never take a cash advance and then one thing that we have started implementing and ideally you know, as we head into 2023, my goal is that by 2023, this time around, I have perfected this, is the uh, the notion of getting credit cards, so looking at your credit cards and understanding what are the rewards. Mm -hmm. You know, for a long time, I, I was watching people on YouTube and social media talk about the rewards. So oh, I just booked this flight just with my miles and just with, 
and so I started digging more into it. And yeah, I, I'm, I have a knowledge, I have good knowledge of like how miles and points work. But the best thing right now is to get credit cards or look at the credit cards that give you cash back. Yeah, cash back is Those are the key. ones that you really have to focus on. And if you can, you know, I'm not an advocate for, oh, don't ever use credit cards. No, if you have the cash flow and you can pay whatever you put on your credit card. I'm, I'm a type that I can put stuff on my credit card and when I get home, I'll make, the transfer, make the transfer right there. Yep. Now, some credit cards have gotten slick. Yes. That, you know, in the past, I was able to purchase something in the morning. And by the time I got home, I could just make the transfer because it was reflected on my credit card as a pending. Yeah. And I can actually just issue the payment. Mm-hmm. Now, there are credit cards that have gotten slick. And they stopped that. And now you, I can, you can no longer issue a payment for a pending balance. They want you. They want. They want the credit. The credit card company wants the balance to go through. And in you know because their dates change. The date that your account is due and the bill closing date are two different dates. Yes. And the date that they reported to your credit union is a third different date. Exactly. Okay. So and also you know you make the a payment. Bureaus. You make a payment and it may take two to three business days for the payment to be reflected on your account. And if it's after the bill closing date is going to show you having a balance even though you could have paid it and and i know a lot of people think they're going to pay about a due date and they'll be good but the bill closing date is the bill that is going to be sent to the credit bureaus of your balance uh if you guys you know get what i'm saying you get what i'm saying yeah when the cycle closes they're, they're, all the dates are different and this varies depending on your cards yes and you know in reviewing uh the cards I was very angry at some of these cards. YouTube, that's why you chose to close mm. some. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to close a few. I closed like four. Myself, because I just feel like at the end of the day, I'm the I'm the consumer. Mm-hmm. I'm the one giving money to this company, okay? They're not doing me a favor by extending a line of credit with all these attachments to it, mm-hmm. all right? That's now, we have, to be, we have to be smart, smarter and smart enough to be able to say, okay, these are the dates when this all this falls through. I have the, the cash disposable. Um, this card is going to give me cash back. One uh, percent for every dollar up to, I've seen cards, depending on the method of you using it, for example, the Apple card. If you use the Apple card using Apple Pay, you will get 3% back mm, of what you spend, you spend on every yeah. purchase. So you start making money back that way. And we haven't paid for our cable bill, which is like 60, 70 bucks a yeah. month. We haven't paid that every other month because I use the cashback that comes back from the uh, that bill that I have that card yeah. that I have it on, and I'm able to just pay pay it with the the, the cashback with rewards. the cashback rewards yeah. that's on that card. So yeah, that's what we. So do. that's an example. So if you have multiple cards that give you cash rewards, so my take the takeaway from this conversation is for people to really look into what they got going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't be afraid to call the credit card companies, especially if you're in good standing. If you especially oh, if you're you in good standing. It up. You better call in and say, okay, I, I need more. I want more. Okay. And and be af- don't be afraid of saying, well, you know what? This is no longer working for me. I just got another offer from X company. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to want to close this out. And how do we start the closeout process? Trust me, they're not going to make it easy for you, you know, to close right away. They're going to offer you a whole bunch of other stuff. They're going to give you free promotions. They're going to tell you, oh, next year, everything will be uh, interest free for next year. That's a great offer right there if it's interest. Yeah. That's free. Um, you know, they're going to give you, they're going to try to upgrade you to a different product. They call their different cards under the same company. They call them products. They might want to move you to a different product. This one may have cashback rewards. 
So, you know, I, and I think every, honestly, every month I will be calling my cards and seeing what they got going on. You can negotiate everything. Exactly. And I know when I closed, they tried to, uh, they offered to slash my interest rate completely down, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. down, down. For you to stay with for them. For me to stay. Then they offered to increase my balance by a couple thousand dollars. The credit dollars. limit, your limit. Yeah, were, uh, yeah, my bad, the credit limit. They really tried everything they could to keep me there. And I was like, you know, I already made my mind up. I want this card closed immediately. So, um, and another thing is make sure that you get a card that doesn't have an annual fee. Like, oh yes, annual fees. Yes. that's a trap. You're yeah. not. You don't. There are too There's many no cards need out to here. have an annual fee. The only right time now. you need a card with an annual fee is if you're building your credit and you have no choice. Because you know some people do get into a rut where they have to get those secure credit cards, and some of them have annual fees. You know, I looked at a couple just to give out some gems for the podcast. Like if you look at uh, Capital One, for instance, uh, they have a secure platinum credit card you know you might have to put a, a deposit of like a hundred two hundred dollars down they give you like a balance of five hundred dollars and you can use your that to build your credit up there's no annual fee for that one but there are a lot of them out there that will give you an annual fee uh don't do that and the interest rate on the capital one card is is fairly decent so uh that's just a tip random tip and there's also too you know they'll they'll say oh um this is an annual fee but we'll waive the first year now the problem with something like that is very enticing, mm -hmm. but the problem with that is that they're doing that with the hopes that come year, come the years of you've been using your card, you can't just pay completely that balance and close out the account. <laughs> yep. And so you are now stuck with the annual fee for three more plus years. the balance. And so, and you're trying to work your balance down. And the interest. So I'm, I'm not saying you can't do it, especially if you get an offer like, oh, the first year is, is waived. You just have to be very, very diligent and very strategic and um, very responsible, I would yeah. say, with no, how you deal with something like that. And it takes a while. It took me a while to learn the game, but I'm going to, like, like Wonky said, we use our credit cards for everything. And then we pay it. Uh, we, we get those points, and then we use those points to pay for other things. Correct. And you, it, it's like simple things. If you get gas, everybody uh, who has a vehicle, you get gas every week. You use the credit card to purchase gas. Uh, if you were to use cash, you would have just used like 50 bucks in cash, and that's it. But if you use 50 bucks on a credit card, you're gonna get like a dollar fifty, two dollars back. And that's because it's matching your one percent. Now, Discover exactly. Card, for example, Discover Card has a, a promotion that for the next six months and a lot of the cards have different promotions mm -hmm. uh, my suggestion is that you go through their app and look at offers the only thing is that a lot of times you have to actually click and, and opt and into yeah, the, I've seen the discount no, mm -hmm. I would say 90% of them are like that so that. for example you mentioned the gas Discover card right now the one that I have has a promotion that for the next like nine months into 2023 you get 3% back at any gas station. Oh, I'm going to need that card. Cash I'm back. Need that card exactly. Me. Cash yeah. back. Remember, the, the best thing, ideally, you want to go with cash and then you want to go with points because yeah. points is not dollar for point. It is not. It's so, whatever they want and then it's a, it's a hassle to try. Then you got to get a gift card and you got to... Yeah. I, I or, like or cash. they give you the points and then I they like say, cash. You, we're going to give you 50 points and, or 100 points and then we're going to tell you where you can spend these points. Exactly. And you don't want that because it's my money. I don't you're not gonna tell me where to go and what to do with money that I've spent so always go for cash back rewards and that's the biggest tip for today right yeah and I'm, I'm gonna say this I'm gonna put it out there and I don't care if the credit card companies are listening to me trying to push their credit card agenda on me mm -hmm. but let me push my agenda on y'all my goal is that by this time next next year 
I am fully, that means all of my cards, I'm getting something back. If a card ain't giving me something back, I don't need to be effing with it. Exactly. I, whether it's in the form of points, ideally it will be cash back returns mm -hmm. right away. I want to be able to run it and see it. And this is another thing that I had with another uh, card because they, I guess they start studying your patterns and how you work. Yes, they do. They caught on to my little pattern. Mm -hmm. And so instead, ideally, you know, originally when I had set card, I um, I will run my card and my cash will be there within hours. Like mm -hmm. it will be maybe the next day within 24 uh, hours. I saw my cash coming back. Yep. Now they switched it around where it's after the end of the cycle. Once everything closes and I get my bill, then I see my cash rewards. Or then they generate it, yeah. And they generate it. Now, the cash is always there. They do, you know, because I also sit there and I count. Don't just trust what the paper says. At all. You could get your little calculator out and go look. Look and see if the numbers make sense. Yes, right? they make money they, off of you. Exactly. And they do make mistakes, too. Yes. And so, you know, what I've noticed is that now they're waiting a whole cycle for me to get my rewards. Mm which is annoying as hell, but I'm still coming out on top. It is my goal to have whatever credit card I'm messing with, I need them to pay me, bitch. <laughs> I need, I need, if I'm doing this and you're charging the merchant for running my thing and then I have to pay a fee and there's a, like a conversion fee yeah. and there's all these fees and all these things happening based on my credit and my face and my purchasing, you need to be giving me something. Fuck you, pay me. Pay me. And if you ain't yeah. giving me something, first of all, you ain't getting no annual uh, card. And no, the only card I would no say fees. that I had, you know, that has a fee and I can understand is the American Express and the one that we're going yeah, to upgrade to because the American, they give you a perks. lot of perks. So. And the American Express, there's, there's an American Express that has like a 650 uh, a year membership fee. That's the black card? No, that's not the black card. Which one is that? Uh, that's the next level up. Okay. Um, so that we're going to get the next level from the one I have, the next level up. That's oh, six, six, like 650. Okay. Now, okay. however, you you have that 650 and it's due the, the following year. So it's doing the 12 months after you sign up for it. However, you get a whole bunch of rebate and discounts that when when you add them up comes out to the 650 mm. you get 200 dollars uh worth of a flight you get uh, like another 300 for hotel stays mm. and uh, uh, there's like a gym membership thing discounting so when you add all of them it does come out to that 650 so if you're a traveler it pays for itself yeah that's why you have to so be you can yeah you can look at some too. of the things you can look at but once you get more savvy you can you know how to circumvent the system like mm -hmm. that but baby, it is my goal next year when we're spending and using our cards that first of all, at the end of the year, I want to see that section that says how much how much you paid in fees and oh, in percentage. That has to be settled. zero. Yes. Okay. We've meaning, been doing it though. We've been doing it. We've been which doing means it. which means we are paying for the purchases and closing out the balance before, before the, the bill closeout date. Uh, exactly. So that and remember, like we said earlier, the due date and the closeout date is different. You have to look at your bill to see the closeout date because if you have a balance after the bill closeout date. Even though it's before the due date, you're going to pay interest. So the goal is to never pay interest, and they hate that. That is shit. the goal. So pay it. You, as if you're soon doing as that, you're winning. Now, if you if you want to be winning with a crown on, you gotta make sure that you're getting your cash back rewards. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see no fucking points. Nope. I don't want to see no thank you gifts. Nope. I don't want to see no no, no uh, gift cards, gift cards nope. in the mail. Here's a uh, thing to Chili's. I don't need no, no goddamn Chili's. I don't want no damn Starbucks. <laughs> I could pay for my own ride with this car and you're going to give me that cash back too. Exactly. That's, I don't want the cash back. It's king. 
That's what we Cash need right now. King. I can't take no thank you card when the world is ending and I need to get on a plane and get the F out of where I live. Exactly. Oh, can you take my uh, Starbucks My thank you card? point. No. <laughs> no. I need cash. Oh, also, also, just uh, another one. Uh, a lot of these credit cards offer, like when you rent cars, that they actually offer insurance. That's right. When you rent That's it right. with the car. That's right. So you got to explain to it. You want to Yeah, my American Express, for example, whenever I rent, you know, you go to the counter and you, you want to rent a car and they want to sell you that insurance. $32 a week, insurance. $32 a day for any damage and then they try to scare you into the, they are credit cards that will cover that for you. I know my yes. American Express, I have the Delta American Express card, that one already that yeah, com completely covers it. I know Capital One now is also yep. um, waiving any conversion fee. So when we fly to DR and we put our stay on the credit card, there's no conversion fee because DR, uh, deals with pesos and in America we deal with dollars so there is a conversion fee depending on what the balance is that could be easily a hundred a hundred and fifty dollars yeah. that you're just literally throwing out the window yeah exactly but you Capital know one, thank God but for Capital that. One will make the transaction meaning you can use the card and they they'll take the card and make the conversion rate so they'll put it as pesos on the American on your card and without card having to have that. a conversion exactly fee. so that's definitely There's a lot of bonuses. You just have to, and you have Finesse. to outweigh them. Like if you're somebody, if this is a car, for example, that has uh, a high interest rate, mm -hmm. okay, and you don't travel to a country that does not take dollars and has no conversion rate, mm -hmm. then you don't need to be getting this card Snippet. for the purposes of having it in case you travel. If you never travel to a place where you don't deal with conversion rates and stuff like that, then you don't need a card with a high rate that gives you that perk because you're not going to But you know it. what? Now, let me tell you, a lot of people keep cards because they're afraid. Because if you do close one of your oldest credit cards, then it messes with your uh, length of your history of credit. Yeah. And but, people get scared of that. But, but it's a, are we talking about 30 points? No. Or are we talking about a couple of points? It's a couple of exactly. points. I, I used to exactly. think like that too before, but now I don't care. I was like, close them all. And they tried to tell you that. Like when you call the credit card companies, oh, you know, closing this card may impact your credit score. I'm like, that's that's fine. I don't want the card. And what they do? It take it down like ten points. I'm like, I but here's the with, thing. Here's but the it bounces thing. back. Let's say this: you closed out a card that had a five k. Uh, that was a credit limit, and so your um, availability uh, ratio had that five. You closed it, right? Yeah. But then a couple of months later, you got a great offer from like an American Express that gave you fifteen k. Exactly. You just jumped exactly. three times. Exactly. So you, you are available available credit line. Exactly. Your debt to income so, ratio exactly. is different. So you just have to be very and also make sure you only spending 30% of your total overall credit limit, limit with yeah. all of your cards combined. Because after that, it hits your credit really bad. So real bad. Real bad. Shout but, out to Stomp Down. Oh, now we know who he is. <laughs> now they don't know who Stomp Down is. All right. But yeah, no, that was good though, babe. That was an interesting conversation. I wanted to talk about that for a while because these people are really out here taking advantage of everybody. Um, even with this, uh, we've been talking about buying property mm -hmm. and with the interest rates being so high for, uh, you know, conventional loans for houses. Uh, and, and, and I'm like, you know, maybe we shouldn't. But then it's also you got to look at the fact that right now a lot of people are not buying property mm -hmm. and there is a lot of property available. Yeah. And if we did go and we get a loan for a house at a high interest rate in two or three years, we could refinance it and then lower the interest rate, you know, and then we, we would still come up because we can get a house that we really want 
that nobody else is willing to pay for mm-hmm. at this moment, but we can afford. It. Yeah, the only scary part of that would be we, you know, we are in a recession. What is not to say that two years from now the recession is going to be worse? You know, where we can't really refinance and do all of that. That is true. But that's but it is a gamble. It's a possibility. It's yes. a gamble with everything. Yes, but it's a know, gamble with everything. And you know, at the end of the day, material things, you know, they come and they go. Yeah, exactly. they come and they go. You know, what is not to say that down the line we might find another dream home that outweighs, you know, and outfits the house that we currently are in. I, I don't know that. Where the current house can fit in the new house three times. Well, you know what my you dream want, home you, is? You, what is a dream home? Your vacation home. Okay. That's I mean, my, that, that's, that's it's my, there for vacation, that's, yeah. That's, you see, see that? See, vacation and weekend. Let's vacation not say vacation because let them tell it. It'll be a share point, uh, not a share point. Oh, uh, uh, a timeshare? A timeshare. Okay. <laughs> they even do that we, we went to Atlantic City. We sat at a Taj Mahal for, for, three, for hours. three hours and, <laughs> and some then, cupcakes. And then someone and else had to me, come in. We just had to sit through a presentation <laughs> and we got hooked on it. No, bitches. I, I've seen a lot of I sat there and I signed over 70 pieces of paper. Okay, mm-hmm. for this property, and yes, baby, that is that is the weekend home, and uh, but know. you know we gotta it's just beautiful. add more to the portfolio. But yeah, we need a new one now. So I wanna um, say thank you for everyone for joining our conversation. Thank today. you for everyone for joining our conversation today. Thank, thank you, you to for everyone, everyone. Okay, for joining our conversation on finances and money, money, money. I think it was good to have this conversation as we head into Christmas, which has been oh. known to. Listen, I've known some some guys that this month right here, come January, they were bankrupt. Oh, listen, we're going to talk about that on the next <laughs> bankrupt, podcast. Bankrupt, and on top After. of being bankrupt, uh, boyfriendless Boyfriend at that less. point, okay? <laughs> so now you now you bankrupt, you got no money, and you also got no penis. And now you're single. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> that must be a rough On life. that note, we're going to get ready now today to put up our Christmas tree. Yes. How do you feel about that? I'm excited to put the Christmas tree up. Silver bells, silver, silver I don't know that song. Bells. It's, uh, uh, wait. Jingle bells, jingle bells. I'm like, jingle all the way. You want me to yeah. Samson, oh, Frank Sinatra, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. No, all what about, what way. about, what about yeah. Miss Mariah? And I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath. Oh, I always wanted to be a background singer on the last one to phone your own. More than you let my wish come true. Baby, all I want for Christmas is you. Take us out.
up in that back, yeah I got racks, racks in my sack, or my back, yeah Yasha, Dancer, Prancer, and Vixen Comet, Cupid, Donner, and Blitzen No, I can't forget about the one with the red nose When I fly high, my sleigh still stay ten toes Bring the beat, bring the cheese, bring the cheese Put the lights up, tis the season Need no Grinch tights, no Ebenezer's Don't believe this, y'all need Jesus Sleigh bells ringing, diamonds blingin' Carol singin', favorite season Sleigh bells ringin', diamonds blingin' Carol singin', favorite season They said, say, Nick, what you got up in that bag, yeah I got a racks, racks in my sack, or in my bag, yeah They said, say, Nick, what you got up in that bag, yeah I got racks, racks in my sack, hurt my back, yeah They said, say, Nick, what you got up in that bag, yeah I got racks, racks in my sack, hurt my back, yeah They said, say, Nick, what you got up in that bag I got racks, racks in my sack, hurt my back Merry Christmas, everybody.